This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door, including my favourite, the Quarter Pounder with cheese. Mm. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Delivery. so the only thing left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get reward points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello, good evening and welcome to the Stacey West podcast. I am your host Gary and with me today is nobody at all. Uh, That's because it is another Sunday special. Um, so what we're going to do for, uh, um, for for weekends when we've got a Saturday and a Tuesday game, we're going to do try and put a Sunday special together. Um, and it might be a little bit different to a normal podcast. That's certainly the case this evening. Um, so we've got two sections for you today. First of all, we have got a debrief from the win against Oxford yesterday, the 1-0 win against Oxford United, courtesy of Danny Mandrew's penalty. Um, that's uh, a new feature where me and Chris are in the Ivy, which is recorded live in the Ivy Club in Rugby. Um, we sit in a little back room with our drinks and we will have a chat about the game. And who knows, people might pop in, uh, might come and interrupt us. So it's going to be quite a rustic recording. After that, we've got... Charlie Beeston again. So Charlie B is joining us as a permanent uh, member of the Stacey West podcast when Jake leaves us at the end of the year. Uh, but he is taking over the previews as of now. Um, Jake is uh, he's, he's struggling for time. He's, he's stepping up at his in his real job and his proper job. Um, so he's unable to do the pre- uh, the previews. So Jake's doing a preview and uh, not Jake. Bloody hell. Charlie B is doing the preview for us today. Uh, and he's got Chris O'Brien, who is a writer with the Real EFL website. Uh, and he's also a Cheltenham Town fan. So a little bit quicker for you, this podcast, a little bit, a um, little bit different. Let us know what you think. Uh, comments, questions, queries, all that sort of stuff. If you're reading on social media, uh, hit us up in the comments on Facebook. Let us know what you think. You can DM me if uh, if you're one of the people who who like to do that and let me know what you what you think as well. What can we do to improve the Sunday special? Should it become a permanent feature? Um, but in the meantime, let's go live, uh, as it was, it's not now, obviously, uh, live and direct to the little back room, the Ivy Club in rugby, uh, and me, basically. Okay, so we're here um, in the Ivy after the game, having a quick uh, debrief. So literally, it is uh, 5.43, so the game's probably been finished about 43 minutes. Chris is with me. Hello. Um, so we're just going to talk a little bit uh, about the game. Um, so... First of all, just overall impressions. Um, obviously, it's great finally to get a win. Yeah, massive relief to get three points over the over the line. 
initial thought at, at, at full time was just was just relief more than, rather than joy to be honest because we were backed against the wall second half really I thought Oxford were excellent I don't think it was anything like it was on Tuesday and or some of the maybe some of the um, accusations on Tuesday which was maybe sitting off at times I think Oxford was really good um, I'll send to you on the way home um, I don't like to credit away teams too often but I actually think they're one of the best teams I've seen since the bank this mm. season I thought they were outstanding second half first half was very even um, but second half yeah I think we'll take the win happily but there's probably overriding positive emotion tonight maybe overriding negative emotion on Tuesday if we'd won on Tuesday and we'd drawn today I think everyone goes yeah that's fair enough in yeah. terms of performance yeah I think so sorry had you made notes on your phone now it looked like you'd made notes during do, the game do it's every game do you? Yeah. <laughs> I think that's great. I think that's great. It's actually quite cool actually recording in a pub. And just so people know, there you go, that's the cheers of a glass. I'm drinking Coke. Um, yeah, I mean, I thought... I'm not. <laughs> I thought the first um, I thought the first probably 20 minutes, actually, it was, it was a really good game of football. Yeah. And it wasn't end-to-end as such, but they're quite clearly a good team. They looked to have good possession. Really like Cameron Brannigan in the midfield. I think I picked up on him on the podcast. Um, but we were given almost as good as we got. Yeah. Um, the penalty, from where I stood, we haven't had the benefit of a replay, but it looked like, not dubious, it looked like a penalty, there's contact in the area, um, and my heart was in my mouth when Mandrew stepped up because it's not Jack Diamond. Yeah, but come as you like, good pen. He went and grabbed the ball straight away as well. Yeah, yeah, um, I know. Because so. we, we were was, we was unsure of who's going to take it, and then he was, he was straight there. So you know, when a player is confident in themselves, um, that's always a good sign. And... You know, for the for the third game in a row, we'd gone gone a goal up relatively early on in the game, and the big question mark then. I actually nipped for a sneaky toilet break when we scored, and uh, everyone else that was doing the same was saying, "Well, are we going to hold on to it this time? It's all going to be one all, isn't it?" Um, so it was not, it was really nice to kind of get to get that three points, but I don't know if we deserved it today quite as much. But like you said, that the, the first 15, 20 minutes certainly. We started really quickly. Yeah. We started really well, um, just like we did in the previous two games, in fairness. So the, the, the start of our games is we've got a very definite kind of engine, if you like. Yeah, we, are. we start well. I, and I actually thought after the goal on Tuesday night, OK, MK Nons didn't help, but the whole game fell flat. Mm-hmm. Whereas actually I felt after the goal yet today, I thought that Mark Kennedy on the sidelines was quite visibly trying to kind of push us forward more. And I thought that, I mean, we had uh, the opportunity, I think, blocked Ben House, had a volley. I thought we showed a lot more attacking intent after going one the up before half-time. Yeah, I think it was pretty clear that we were we were certainly trying as hard as we possibly could to go and get that second goal, which couldn't have been said on Tuesday. You know, mm-hmm. I, I think we, we discussed a little bit, kind of, not defended, but understood why things panned out the way they did in the first half on Tuesday. But... Today it was very much a case of we just didn't allow that to happen. You know, we, we, we kept the foot on the gas and yeah, it, it created a slightly more open game than maybe we're used to at home. We are used to being really hard to beat and actually the opposition not creating huge amount of clear cut chances. They had not necessarily clear cut, but they certainly got um, their fair share of the yeah. shots off and, First and half attacks. I didn't see much clear cut from them. But no, they, but they, 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 well. they, they got in good areas, yeah, yeah, just like we did. Well, in the second half, I would, I would say that's probably the same. I wouldn't. Say, they had obviously we'll t- touch on Rush was absolute world. He saved, yeah, yeah, yeah. made a really good save down to his right a few minutes before that. I think they had 16 or 17 corners in the game, so they obviously threatened and got in good areas. But apart from the, the world he saved, they, I can't remember a, another clear cut chance. No. But they just had a lot of the ball in dangerous areas. It reminded me a little bit, not in terms of style, but just in terms of just sheer number of kind of 
attempts in those areas of, of the Accrington game at home. Okay, no, yeah. floor was it Fleetwood when they scored the late? Fleetwood, yeah, it was Fleetwood, two. and it was that was obviously there was more direct. Yeah, but it's more a case you throw enough shit at a wall, one of them's going to stick in it, and uh, you know they had a lot of the ball in those in dangerous areas, created a lot of corners. We just, but we defended those areas valiantly. You see, there's where I actually think their most dangerous moments came was almost always from corners. I mm-hmm. thought from open play, um, we defended well, as yeah. we often do. I thought we were a good unit. I thought O'Connor was excellent. I thought Rowan was excellent. Um, going back to the first half, I thought Lass Sorensen at right wing back was absolutely superb. Revelation has um, been in the last game. And I really, really like the team selection. It was rewarding good performances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Came on, did brilliantly on, um, on Tuesday there. You know, probably wasn't expecting to come on at right wing back did a great job and, and deservedly got a start there and I was just really pleased to see it and I was really pleased that he got his name sang in the crowd as he, as he went yeah, off yeah. as well I think that you know, fair play to that is one you know we know he's got some limitations everyone knows that but we also he's got some real strengths and some of them are intangibles it's just yeah. like a heart and desire and work rate and has there ever been a Lincoln City player that you want to do well more than last oh, I don't think there is oh, like, I was saying it to Joe when I was sat in the stand I was like oh I just really like him I know he's not the best, no, no, no. technically the yeah, best footballer, yeah. but I just, I just like him, I, I, and I really want him to be su- successful. And I think a wing back position really suits, suits him because it's, it's just, it's just energy, isn't it? I genuinely think if Lass Sorensen was playing for Lincoln and you were playing for Lincoln, I would want Lass to still do better than one of my friends because I just look at him and I just, everything about Lass, I just think he's a great guy. He's brilliant around the club. He, he's kind of stepped up to that mark that Tom Hopper left almost. Yeah. And, uh, yeah whenever there's a community picture, Lass is there. Whenever you speak to him, he's there. He's got a smile on his face is enthusiastic I want him to be a better footballer and I had that's harsh not a better footballer I want him to be able to demonstrate what he can do mm-hmm. I thought when he went into the midfield he kind of then disappeared into that last that we've, we've recognised before but right wing back yeah if Reg- when Regan Paul goes in the summer I think yeah, which, potential which you will, talking, which you will yeah. we, we were talking about this um, I don't know if it was you or not we were definitely talking it on, on Tuesday about the right wing back position and we're discussing, you know, are we going to bring one in? Like, realistically, probably not now. We've got Lass who can play there. We've got Jay Ben out on loan. We've got Alicia Ahui out on loan. If, if only one of them has a breakout kind of summer in Ireland like Sean Rowan did. Well, who he is, he's playing for Drahida at the moment. Jay Ben is, was on the bench for Bohemians last well, he night. He didn't get game, on. Yeah, he? Yeah, he yeah. was on the bench yesterday. So, um, so yeah, we, we go into the second half. First, probably, I mean, I know we've touched on the say, first 10 15 minutes, they completely overran us. Yep. Um, we didn't get a look in. Mark Kennedy switched it, and look, we were chatting in the car on the way back. We listened to what Mark had to say, um, quite rightly so. Cameron Brannigan was killing us with, uh, all, over, all, over, all over the park. I thought he was you know, all over the midfield, and he was getting the balls out to the right hand side. Yep. Is that the boy Gooderham, which yeah, is Goodrum, their young, yeah. youngster? Um, and I just felt when we went back to the four, Again, aside from the corners, I thought it gave us a little bit more stability. I felt more comfortable. Yeah, yeah. We, we it, still it, couldn't get out. Yeah, we couldn't get out um, at all. I think that's. I don't want to say panic, but I just don't think we're quite polished in that. Even though Mark Kennedy mentioned after his, I think it might be after the Forest Green game on his radio, he mentioned that even though it doesn't look like it for the last month, all we've been doing is final third work. Yeah, <laughs> it's just a clear weakness in the team. Yeah, there, you know? we just haven't quite yeah, got the quality there or the cohesion there yet. But which one do you um, think it is? Huh? Because you said they're quality and cohesion, and I think actually it's one of those rather than both. Because I think we have the quality. I think Midi Shadipo is a good player. I think Jack Diamond is a good League One player. I think Danny Mandriu is technically a really gifted player. Ben House is. I 
don't think there's the cohesion there. And I think we saw it. There was a, a, a back heel from Mandrew that didn't come off the diamond. There was a time when Shadipo and Ted Bishop kind of looked like they were going to exchange passes yeah. and we were going to get away. I think it's a lack of cohesion yeah, rather it, than quality. That's a good point. I think there's also an element because we do play with such high tempo. Like we do try and move the ball really, really quickly when it, when it goes into those middle and final thirds. And it's like that bang, bang, bang in behind. When you, I don't know, I'm, not, I'm just looking at the wall, rather yeah, looking at you there. No, I, was I, a, door, I, just, I was just, no, I was just avoiding eye contact. I don't know why. <laughs> it's That's awkward. Weird. It's awkward when you're recording yeah. like this in a um, pub. Pretty <laughs> <laughs> put me off a thought. Training thought. Look now. over there. <laughs> that, sorry, just while you collect your training thought, we're actually recording in the room where I actually played as Gareth Ainsworth um, for Paul. He came over with the, whether it was the Butcher and Beast or the other one in Hainton, I've said it a million times before, and it was literally in this room and he had just, he had moved, it was the Wednesday, it, we'd lost, I think, at Rotherham on the Tuesday, and then I think he moved, or it might have been the week after, but yeah, yeah. Amazing. And they Amazing. came with one pool player down. I lost. Oh, well. So, I anyway. remember what I was going to say now. Go on, we, go. we do try and, I think, in, in defence of the players, like, we, so let's look at MK Dons on Tuesday. Yep. Um, pretty on the eye at times, didn't do anything with it. But it's slow, and when it's a slow build-up, you can you can control the first touch, you can get your head up, and you can play the next pass, and you can you can you can have a, a an easier game of it. it as, as it showed on Tuesday, certainly in the first half, it's much harder then to play through the thirds of the pace. But when we try and get it in those areas, we do try and move it really quickly. So you know, to move the ball one touch often, one two touch really quickly at pace when there's runners in behind and things is is hard. You know, that's just technical ability, I think, and it just doesn't take a lot for that to sometimes break down. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. I, I think credit where you know. I think benefit of the doubt. We know where the weaknesses of the team are. Yeah. But you know, let's not take for granted three um, three points. Don't take for granted being hard to beat, and don't take for granted another clean sheet. Yeah, and again, you know, the, the, it, the home form has been used as a stick to beat us with as well as a shield to defend us with. So those that are glass half full will say we're unbeaten at home this season. Those that are glass half empty will go we've only won three. Those who are glass half full will say we were eight unbeaten after MK Dons. Those that are glass half empty will say yeah but that's only been two wins. So we're now nine unbeaten. We've now got three wins. We've now got four wins at home all season. Okay, it doesn't sound huge. We're 11th in the table. And I know full well on the eve of this season the first podcast that we did, I was predicting Lincoln City to be 20th or 21st. I wasn't decided, but I thought that we would be between that. Not the top 20 pod, I seem to think had us finishing bottom. Dead last. Dead yeah. last, dead bottom. Um, and we are, what, 20 points off that now from Forest Green? We're 12 points off the bottom, More and somebody that. said to Forest Green. So we're 11th in League One. We're and 12 points away from the drop. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's really easy for people to quickly lose sight of where we are based on one game. And I understand it, I get it. When I came out of the Cambridge game a couple of weeks ago, I was absolutely steaming. And there are a lot of people, when we've walked out of the game today and walking back down into town, so many people saying, oh, it's good to get three points, we hung on, we defended valiantly, we did this, we did that. I don't think actually we did anything significantly different to the MK Dons game or the Forest Green game, not massively. We were still the same sort of setup. We were of the same sort of approach. People said, "Oh, we showed more attacking intent." No, Oxford, Oxford showed more attacking intent. Um, and, and yeah, I, I just think we did the same things again. And yeah, we've come away with three points. Ken, hello. We're recording for the podcast, mate. Oh dear, mate. We'll come and get on it quickly. It's off on the podcast. <laughs> this is what happens when you record in a pub. You see. I like this. This is the first time. Yeah, I've yeah. It's yeah, the first idea. time we've ever done it, Ken. It's a new thing we're doing. It's recording to go out on the Sunday night. Um, so, Ken, what were your... You, even you get the sound of the pulling up on the chair. What were your thoughts, Ken, on the game? Um, 
I was amazed at the complete organisation that we had. I thought it was excellent performance all round. Wow. Good. There we go. Oh, sterling performance. Yes. Yeah. And we won. Yeah, sure <laughs> that always helps, doesn't it? Yes. And I thought Lassie had a, a very good first half. Last. Last. Yeah, yeah. Very good first half. Second half, I think he was moved, and um, perhaps he, he didn't show his best. Yeah. yeah. No, but first half, I thought very good. Um, yeah, I just wonder if if Lewis Monksma ran out of steam a bit towards the end. Mark Kennedy mentioned after the game that apparently his shoulder popped out midway through mm. the game and then popped back in again so I imagine that's going to be a little bit uncomfortable yeah. and then might have something yeah. to do with it yeah. uh, but wasn't it nice to see him ping one of his 50 yard passes oh. did you see it oh, yeah. I, I think those. it's the first one and he pinged it and it was straight was it was it over it, to, over Rowan, to Rowan, Rowan and Rowan controlled it I just sat there thinking I, I almost I, I keep t I almost purred like a cat I was literally <laughs> going ooh yeah. <laughs> there we go oh, I love his 50 yard switches and, and, and the thing is I thought um, generally, because obviously Regan Paul slotted in at left-sided centre-half, if I remember correctly. Yeah. And I just thought again, I thought defensively we looked good. And, yes. and Oxford, the one thing Oxford lacked was the centre-forward, like Matty Taylor, that they've loaned out. I think had they had that player in the area when those balls were loose from the corners, they would have, yeah, I'm not saying it would have, should have, could have, isn't it? But I thought that that was probably the one thing they lacked. The one thing that keeps yeah, them yeah, out think, of yeah, the top ten. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Because they're significantly better than their league position. They're significantly better than their run. I can only imagine that their recent performances under Carl Robinson have been hugely worse than that. Yeah, they must. They, have they must have just had the shackles taken off them and, and just played with a bit of freedom today. Because, you know, like I said, I, I genuinely thought they were one of the best teams we've played at Central Bank this season. Yes. Certainly in the second half. Yes. Um, and the league position for the talent on the pitch is probably a little bit false with them. Um, I fully expect them to go and climb up the league now. Oh, yes. yes. And those two small midfield players that they had yeah it was one of those Brannigan Brannigan and Bate yeah. Bate because Bate's the lad on loan from Leeds yes, I think we correct. said didn't we and yeah. he he was yeah. yeah they did look they looked a good side and I always say never underestimate the value of a point I don't think we can underestimate the value of the point at Forest Green despite the fact that they look like they're going down MK Dons pound for pound and I said it in the car MK Dons pound for pound player for player we are no better than Oxford pound pound player for player we're no better than Plymouth pound pound player for player we are no worse than and that's League One for me and I, I was chatting to somebody before the game and they said oh it's one of the best League Ones it's got so much quality it's actually not it's not well if it is it's 2022 20, good teams and if it's not it's kind of 20 middling teams and considering we're only eight months into Mark Kennedy's reign we're 11th in the table. We haven't been beaten in nine games. We know that we need another centre-forward. We know that probably we need two wide players. We know that we probably need a wing-back. And we're still at this moment right now, as we record, the 11th best team in League One. It's good for the future. Massively. Yes. This season's like almost an epitome of kind of what Mark Kennedy mentioned on the live pod about don't underestimate a point you know, going back to basics and being hard to beat gives you that foundation yeah. Yes. Yeah, imagine like this the whole season is like almost like right if we can finish mid-table by having those qualities not saying we're going to go and win the league or anything but it just shows that we're on the right path and it may, yeah. means get get to summer with a similar similar kind of mentality a similar kind of consistency with a 
the building blocks of a relatively solid unit. Well, I don't think there's going to be a huge squad churn in some. There'll be no. there'll be a sprinkling of, of of magic fairy dust, hopefully. And uh, Ethan around fairy dust. Ethan yeah. around. No, Style, he's, you know, he's, he's basically is. Jesus. He is, yeah. He's, he's <laughs> oh God. He's, he's my favourite player. Right. Well, that's 16 minutes in. So thank you very much, Ken. We'll catch up with you in a moment. We'll be back through into the bar. Um, I hope you've enjoyed this brief interlude. Uh, you're about to also listen to probably me doing a little segue uh, to introduce Charlie, who's been recording with Chris O'Brien, who's a Cheltenham Town fan, looking ahead to Tuesday night if the game goes ahead. Um, let us know your thoughts and comments, and uh, we will see you again soon. Up the Imps. Up the Imps. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door, including my favourite, the Quarter Pounder with cheese. Mm. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery, so the only thing left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get reward points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hi, this is Charlie with Chris from The Real EFL. Hi, Chris. Hi, Charlie. Pleasure to be here. Uh, thank you for coming on. So, um, obviously, Cheltenham, Tuesday night. How's the season been for you guys so far? You're only sort of a small amount of points above the drop zone. Are you worried you're going to get dragged in there? but Or do you think after the win yesterday that that won't happen now? Uh, I think there's still a long way to go after the win yesterday. We we have been dragged in there. Obviously, I think with Michael Duff departing at the start of the season and uh, among other things, injuries and that, we lost some of our best players were our low knees last year. Callum Wright, who's now at uh, Plymouth. Uh, we weren't able to hang on to him. So there was a lot to sort of build on last season that Duff left us with. And obviously he's now at Barnsley. Um, brilliant manager. He he was always, I don't think he was ever going to be around for long with his record. But yeah, we, we've definitely been dragged into it and we've got to fight to keep ourselves up now. And it's, from my perspective, with some of the results in the past few weeks, uh, Portsmouth, for instance, um, it, it's not looking too good, but that wins a kickstart in the right direction for us. I think that's the thing from sort of the outside looking in when you're sort of talking about Duff. It's he was it was always going to be a matter of time until he did move on to something a little bit bigger. You know, I'm not saying that you guys are small in any way, but move on to sort of a bigger club with maybe the progression available to him. Um, so what about your kind of recent form? You kind of mentioned there the Portsmouth result and as results haven't looked too great for you. With this one being rearranged from, um, what was it, December the 17th, 
Do you think you're in a better position now than then, or uh, is the postponement it, hurtful to us? Definitely in a be- better position. Um, the form has slipped a bit in the past few weeks, as you've seen. We've mm. struggled. Um, I, I was just looking up some of the stats before I came on, and um, some of our goals conceded, and it, it's... I think it's something like twenty and thirty-four at home, and we only scored in sixteen at home, sixteen and thirty-four at home. So, it, it's more the goals that are struggling to come for us than actually the defending side of it. Um, and it, it, it's something that will shock you, really, because def- defensive side, you wouldn't believe we're a solid team when you think we're a team that lost four 0 back to back. Well, well, this is it. I, you know, because I've looked at the stats myself, and it seems like it is just scoring that you can't seem to do. Am I right in saying Alfie May is currently the only player that you've still got in the squad that's got more than two goals this season? It's, you know, there's, it doesn't look like you're able to create as much. Is it a lack of creativity, or is it just not having somebody to put them away? It's a mixture of both. Alfie, if, if Alfie has an off day, then we're Gonna struggle. Um, I went to uh, Plymouth on Boxing Day, and we were absolutely fantastic against Plymouth. Um, it felt hard done by, and um, which was incredible to say, considering they were the league leaders at the time. We felt hard done by to not come away with anything. We we probably should have come away with a three points on the day, but as as we said, there's just no one to put the ball in the net. Um, at the time, we still had Ndulu, who's left the club. Um, the signing of Will Goodwin was definitely a bonus. Um, he scored on his debut in the quarterfinal against Salford. But it's just a matter of finishing. And if Alfie has an off day, it's that trouble of where the goal's got to come from somewhere. And sometimes it's just looking like it's not going to come from anywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's... Um... Like I say, from the outside looking in, it does very much look like that. If if he's not going to be the one bagging the goals for you, then you don't seem to have the ability to maybe share them out quite as much. Um, so how are you kind of lining up at the minute? What's your sort of formation? What are we expecting to see Tuesday night? Um, we've been going with a five at the back a lot recently. Um, Raglan and... Um... I can't remember the other centre-back we primarily play, uh, the other two centre-backs we primarily play. It may change a little because uh, Freestone's halfway through his injury programme currently. Um, I think Wade Elliott said he's about six weeks in and it's it's a long way to come back for him. Mm. Um, you'll have the three in the middle um, and Alfie tends to sit behind the striker, but... It, it all depends because Alf is one of those players. He can sit behind the striker, he can play out wide and he can play as the striker himself. But it's just the problem of if the striker's not there to finish the goals, um, Goodwin's just coming back from injury. He wasn't in the squad at the weekend. Um, you'll probably see him come off a bench more than anything mm-hmm. on Tuesday. I, I don't see him being in the starting lineup straight away if he wasn't in on Saturday. Right. So, so what do you 
what do you think about Lincoln? You know, what's what's a Cheltenham fan's view on us? Are you worried about the game on Tuesday because you're facing us, or are you more worried because of the way that you guys have been form-wise? I, I think it's a mixture of both. You're you're definitely a dangerous team. Um, obviously, you're a different team to the Cowleys, um, but you're you're still a dangerous team, and you've definitely got goals, and you've seen. We're not great at defending goals sometimes, um, especially against these top teams. Um, I mean, you can forgive conceding four to Barnsley, albeit at home, but it's when you concede four to Portsmouth, who are sort of, well, they're sort of a mid-table side for the season yeah. now. They're trying to push to the playoffs, but I, I think they're just going to miss out on the playoffs with their poor form in the end at the start. Well, I mean, I, I very much share the same view. I think the top six now is the top six at the end of the season is, is my kind of viewpoint. Not in that order necessarily, but I don't see there being much change in people coming in. Although, you know, we are on a massive playoff charge now. You know, we've, we've just yeah. won a game. So that means we're getting playoffs. Um, so I guess, are there any are there any of our players that stand out to you um, that you are kind of worried about facing? Or are there any sort of mismatches in terms of our right winger against your left backs or things like that or I, th- I think it's just more a sense of the organization as as a team um you 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 were tending to draw a lot of games in January um but I think you're past that now when the organization as a team has got you past that I think the organization you have as a team will be what gets you past us on Tuesday night. Well, I do certainly hope so. Um, so, I guess, finally, score prediction. What what are you expecting the game to be like? Um, well, I said to you, setting this up, enjoy the four-goal win, but uh, I, don't, I don't think we'll be seeing much of that again this season. Um, I'd probably have to it say... Nice. It really would be nice. <laughs> Probably have to say a 2 0 Lincoln win on Tuesday. I just I don't think we'll get past you. I think our results will come against the teams more around us now. Yeah, well, obviously good luck for the rest of your season. Hopefully it doesn't start on Tuesday, but it'd be hopefully nice for you guys to stay up so that we can have these same conversations next season. Yep, certainly been a pleasure talking to you. Perfect. Thank you very much for that, Chris. Thank you very much, Charlie. It's the 90th minute and all your mates around watching the imps on iFollow. You've got your McNugget share boxes on the go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping, but then you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.